Well, set guys. Coach, if you are ready, then uh, you go right in. Okay, well, obviously, you know, a couple of days repair for South Florida and uh, had a couple of days of practice to, to try to iron some things out that we didn't do particularly well against Tulane. Um, you know, we'll uh, we practice this morning. We'll go again tomorrow afternoon to finish up our preparation for South Florida. We played last night against Tulsa and uh, hopefully get our a little rhythm and, and get ready to play again. Coach, you guys had the long break over Christmas and with the Wichita postponement now, a pretty long break between Tulane and to now. How, how has that kind of affected your team? How, how have you guys handled that? Well, I mean, I, I think like throughout the country, that we're, try, we're all trying to get in the rhythm, which is not going to be easy in any regard. You know, everything isn't uh, like it's been. So um, it's a little bit unusual to not play. You know, you know we play a game, have a week. Uh, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. So we try to get a little bit better, try to control what we can control. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think our guys will be excited to play on Saturday. Personnel-wise, do you know – I know you can't name names and stuff, but do you have any players that won't be available Saturday? We could have a couple. I mean, that's, we've got – you know, I think that's, that's an ongoing deal. There's a couple guys that are a little dinged up, so we'll see how that goes. And, uh, you know, but I think that's going to be like that all season. You're going to have to adjust. It's, you know, day-to-day -day, uh, trying to figure out – and it, it's not necessarily just COVID. It's – like things happen this time. There's always ankle sprains and back problems. And uh, so now it's just trying to figure out who you're going to have and getting the guys that you have prepared to play. Coach, what did you see out of South Florida last night? Well, it was, it was a, a very low possession game. Uh, you know, it's, it's unusual with the amount of points that Yetna and Brown were, you know, didn't have a big game. Castaneda's played very well. He shot as many shots as anybody. But uh, you, you do know what Yetna's capable of. You know what Collins is capable of. Brown has played well against us historically. And then, you know, the kid, Murphy kid, is a, is a terrific talent. He does some things from an athletic standpoint. Uh, you can't teach. Uh, explosive can create off the bounce. And I think Dara's been a very steady influence the whole season for them. Coach, will Tristan Newton be available on Saturday? Uh, we'll just see what the medical people tell us. We're, we're, we're day by day and, and trying to follow medical procedures. Coach, obviously not having Tristan Newton and then Jaden Gardner not having a typical performance were factors at Tulane, I would think. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, here's the way we're going to view the whole year, in my opinion. It, it's it's going to be a year of adjustments and adapting. And, uh, you know, you know, you could have a young man with the, you know, put on his COVID deal that he had a, a headache tonight. You're not going to have him today for practice until he gets tested and you get a negative test back. So you, what you do is you take – the next guy on the list, you plug him into that spot. Uh, try to get the guys that you have prepared. Uh, have them making sure that they're having some fun with it, making sure that they're stay safe. And uh, you're just going to have to adjust on the fly on a daily basis. And that's I, I think all coaches have had to think about things this year that we probably never had to think about before. And it's hopefully will make us all better coaches. Coach, obviously, if you don't have Jaden performing at the level, customary level, that's a factor, and, and have you addressed that this week? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's, some, there's, a, there's a number of factors. He just didn't have one of his games. We didn't get him the ball some. They did a good job of taking it out. And, uh, you know, he, he probably had four or six other points. I mean, there was actually two turnovers that, uh, you know, when you're watching or, you know, as a casual fan is watching, you're yelling at the guards when, in all honesty, it was our big guys. And, and, you know, a couple of them, one or two of them involved him where he just didn't move to go get a ball. Uh, had a layup on a play from Noah that you know just didn't catch what he usually catches. He's not going to be perfect, and 
Uh, we've been lucky that the, the, those games have been few and far between, as we all know, and uh, it was a bad time for us. You know, he wasn't in rhythm. We weren't in rhythm. And, um, you know, some of that obviously is attributed to Tulane. Some of it was also attributed to our own ineptness. Going off that a little bit, Coach, the, the turnovers from the last game, did you think that was more of you guys not valuing the ball or was it some of what Tulane was doing? What, what did you kind of pinpoint there? I, I saw some things that we hadn't seen all year at either of you guys. And I, I do think with some of our off offensive rhythm, um, you know, when you really look at it, <clears throat> the guys that touched the ball the most didn't turn it over. And that, that being our point guards played 38 minutes and combined for two turnovers, you know, with, with Noah and Tremont. Um, you know, the predominant amount of turnovers came up front from our, you know, front line guys. And it was some pass and catch things. It was, uh, you, you know, the just simple little things of meeting a pass. I mean, I, we threw the ball behind people. Even when guys were open, we threw it at their knee. And that's a, a concentration and a, and a you know, that, that's the biggest thing. We can all pass and catch. And when you throw a bad pass, it's a reflection if you're not ready to play or we're a little sloppy. And, and I, I did think by the time we – got in some type of rhythm, it was almost too late. And then next thing you know, you're, you're down one and, you know, James hits a big three. That was a tough, you know, that was a big play. With South Florida historically, I mean, they play a lot of close games. It seems like every game you guys play since Gregory got there is, comes down to the wire. Do you kind of expect similar on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, it's the, 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 when you look at their adjusted pace, it's a low possession game. Um, you, know, I, you know, we would obviously like to push it. Now, they can play fast. Murphy and Collins are terrific in transition. Those guys are both, you know, one-man fast breaks. Uh, Collins, you know, draws a lot of fouls. Murphy's about as explosive as they get. And my guess is after, you know, a rough day yesterday, you know, Yetna and Brown and those guys will be ready and, and, and amped up to play on Saturday afternoon. Coach, can you just talk about factors that kind of need to be in place to come out on top on Saturday? Well, I think one thing is going to be, you know, the possession is going to begin when the ball is shot, especially on our defensive end because they're a very good offensive rebound team. They rebound a very high percentage of their misses. We need to clean up the backboard. We, we do need to make sure that we, we uh, you know, we take care of the ball, get a shot every time down the court. And then I would like to see us play a little bit a little bit faster. You know, against Tulane, it's different because of the matchup zone and, uh, you know, with South Florida because of the amount of possessions. But I would like us to see us play a little bit faster offensively. What is it about Jaden Gardner that makes him such a special player? Uh, he's just got a knack. I mean, I think there's certain things that you can coach and certain things that you can't. Uh, he's got he's got a feel uh, for how to score. He, you know, he's, to tell you the truth, he's got a very awkward game. I mean, when you watch, um, it's not like he's a freak athlete. He, he just has a knack of, you know, he catches you off guard. He's a little awkward shooting off a wrong foot every once in a while. Uh, Every once in a while, he'll catch it and shoot it before you even get a chance to go get it. Uh, and he does have a knack for drawing fouls, which we need him to get to the free throw line a little bit more. This is more of a, a big picture question, Coach. But with the extra year of eligibility for, you know, all the seniors, have you guys started to have those conversations going forward, especially with recruiting, scholarship counts, that sort of stuff? Uh, yeah, we've had some general conversations. And just, you know, I, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, I've had, you know, initial discussions with some of these guys. I, I'm trying not to overwhelm these guys with too much right now. I think there's a lot of, you know, put more on their plate and, and those type of deals I think will confuse them even further. So we've had some preliminary ones. We probably won't start, you know, trying to get a definitive answer until probably early February just from his numbers count so we can um, – and, and the flip side of that deal is, I, you know, I don't think any of us as coaches want to have 16 or 17 guys either. I don't think that makes for a good – 
um, you know, for a good program, especially with the one-time transfer coming in. I mean, you start, you know, you can bring in some freshmen and they don't play and they can transfer. I think that doesn't set a good tone. And, uh, you know, I, I do think we'll, we'll, we'll pare it down and probably hope to have, thir- you know, 13, 14 guys and, 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 and our walk-ons and sort of keep it in that, that ballpark. Anything else, guys? All right. Thank you, Coach. Have a good day, guys.